welcome to Glory to Glory, the radio teaching ministry of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. Join us now in our study as we open the Word together. Growing up, I loved it. I loved, you know, snowballs, making snowmen and playing in the snow. But once I became an adult, I, I didn't like scraping the windows. I didn't like having to get up in the morning, shovel my snow before going to work, let the car run because the ice was so thick on the windshield. You have to wait a half hour for the, the car to heat up. And it, I never got used to that. I just like, when God delivered me out of Michigan, I'm like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> but there was a gentleman named Norm I used to work with. I, just a great guy. And he felt the same way. He wasn't a winner person either. And he would literally tell you, no matter what day it was, you could say, you can call him up. I can call him right now. Call him up. Norm, um, you know, in the wintertime, you say, Norm, how much time do we have till spring? And he would say, well, 21 days and uh, 14 hours and 39. He'd look at his watch, 39 minutes and 10 seconds. I mean, he could literally give you the time. And in a weird way, when, you, when I was working with him, because I'd see him every day, it helped me get through the winter. I was like, okay, how many days? Okay, 19 days. I can go 19 days. And I believe the same thing. When we go through various trials to realize this too is going to pass. God allows the trial, but it's going to pass. There's an expiration date on that trial. But please don't ever forget that trial is for you, to develop you. When I said I don't like taking tests, you know what I hate even worse in the spiritual realm? Taking the test over. And you know what I'm talking about? When you don't pass that test, you're going to have to take it over. And you're going to have to take it over. God's not going to give up. And I see people, they're like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. And God's like, wait a second, you got to pass this test here before I let you go there. Interesting word, various trials. The word means multicolored or various sorts of trials. In ministry, I see people going through all kinds of trials with businesses being shut down, jobs being lost, marital problems. I told my wife, if you ever leave me, I'm going with you. I mean, that's just it. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's just that simple. You walk out, I'm going with you. That's all, you know, it's just... But seriously, there's various trials we go through. And becoming a Christian does not make us exempt from those trials. We're going to go through through different trials. A while back, just a few days ago or so, we we stopped at, my wife and I, at Waba Grill. We were in the middle of doing something. We stopped quickly. And so she went in to order. She brought the order out. I was on the phone, making phone calls and all. And when she came back, and noticed that the order was wrong. They, they didn't give us the right order. And so, you know, she went back in and then she came right back out. I says, oh, did they fix it? She says, no, it's, it's going to take too long. And, and she says, but the guy's just so rude there. And I go, what do you mean? She says, I don't even know why. She says, right from the get-go, he's just rude to me. And then, then I, you know, told him that, you, you know, you got the order wrong. And then he's arguing with me, saying that I gave him the order wrong. And I'm like, I didn't give you the order wrong. And she says, we went back and forth. She goes, I, didn't, I don't even know why. She says, he's just so rude. And then we're like, yeah, that's weird. That's, you know, customer service is terrible lately, how people have been lately. And it's just really bad. But then we noticed she's wearing her Trump hat. And we thought, <laughs> maybe that's why. <laughs> That's probably it. And it's a shame that it has to be that way. 
And shame on you if somebody's wearing a, a Biden hat, which I don't see very often, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry. But I really haven't, I've never seen a Biden hat. But, but shame on us if we treat somebody different because of their affiliation. That should give us an opportunity to share with them because the Democratic Party, they, they don't stand for life, which is a shame. They're okay with killing babies. Do you know 42 million babies were killed in 2020 around the world? 40, over 42 million, yes, 42 million. Million in this world. Check the stats. Just came out. We're going to see a video regarding another country that just legalized abortion. Different sorts of trials. We're going we're gonna to go through them. As I was going through this, I was thinking about Amanda and, and her leadership, and I've been blessed to see as she's in leadership with the Agape group because her dad just passed away and went to be with the Lord, and just, just watching with that trial, then she has all these other things that are going on and different things that are happening, and, and I, firsthand, my wife and I were able to see that and just watching her as a leader blossoming in her leadership. And that's what we're called to do. As the trials come, we don't handle it in the flesh. We handle them in the spirit. We do our best. We're all going to mess up. We're all going to care. We, we have an ugly flesh to deal with. But when we mess up, we repent and we turn and we say, God, forgive me as these trials are taking place. But I just, as I've been thinking through this, just like, wow, there's times I, you know, I had to call her on a few things, my wife and I, to, you know, things that are going on in the fellowship or whatever. And it's like, it's like, oh, her daddy just passed away and it's not a good time. And, but it's, it's, but it was just the Lord and the Lord's timing. And it's like, well, and just to see that, and it's a, it's a blessing to see but as I think through this whole thing with trials, I remember the first time I heard this was through Pastor Chuck Smith. He says, as we go through trials, uh, we have a choice. We're either going to get bitter or we're going to get better. And we all have a choice. And I've seen all these years in ministry, I see people, when they're, during the trials, they get bitter. But then I see people get better. And the difference is only one letter, it's an I. And I notice when we go through trials, when, when, when you... Have your eyes on self. I call it the, the, the unholy trinity, me, myself, and I. You can get bitter. God wants us to get better. Listen, I pray I make this as clear as I can. God is preparing all of us for heaven, guys. The trials aren't going to go away. They may get more intense. But I want to personally, I want to get better. I, I, I want to grow. I want to mature. Paul the Apostle said, when I was a child, I, I spoke as a child, I acted as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. I pray that for this body, this, this new year that we're stepping into here, that we put away anything, everything that's childish, anything that could hinder our walk with Jesus Christ, that we would just put those things away because God wants to use us in this day, this intense time, people need hope. And it's like we have the cure. You see what happens if we're so occupied with self and so occupied with our life. And we're just, we're, it's like we're walking around. We've got the cure and we're walking around a dead world and we're like this. And everybody's dying around us. It's like, oh, I'm just so miserable. And just, uh, I'm going to heaven though, but I'm just, uh, just. We're just so preoccupied. 
Instead, the picture should look like this, not falling off the stage, but the, the picture should look like this, that we've got the antidote and we're like, okay, who's ready? Who, who's looking for the antidote? You're, we all have this disease called, not a disease, please don't correct, I'm just, I understand it's not a disease, please, okay, but sin that's destructive. And Jesus Christ is the only answer to that. And the enemy is crafty. The enemy is real. And he's keeping people preoccupied with self or with problems or with, with all kinds of different packages. I, you name the package in your life. And my encouragement for us for this year is get the package, whatever that package is, lay it at the foot of the cross, give it to Jesus Christ and let him take it away from you that you and I can be usable for this year coming up, this whole year, because it's going to get intense. And God wants to use you. But he can't, listen, he cannot use you if you're holding on to things that are not of him. The childish things of this world. Is this the year for you to finally say, God, take it from me? As Isaiah the prophet said, God, send me, use me. Do you have that heart? Do you want that heart? Because God wants all of us to have that heart. Amen? Amen. You know what C.S. Lewis said? I love the quote. God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. I believe God's doing that right now. There's a lot of pain going on. There's a lot of corruption going on. There's a lot of deception going on. People are literally getting killed with what's happening right now. Literally, I minister to people, I don't even know, different people that relatives are dying because they won't give them anything in different countries. They're not, they won't give them hydrochloroquine. They won't give them any kind of antidote to help them because they're, it's banned and they literally are dying because they won't allow that. Why? It's deceptive. There's an online doctor. Her name is Dr. Gold. We're probably going to have her here to talk. I would love to have her here. She's a wonderful woman. Yes, it's a blessing. She's a Jewish woman. I thought she was a believer in Jesus Christ, but she's a Jewish woman. Her name's Dr. Gold. She literally, listen to this, with hydrochloroquine, with, with uh, Z-Pak, and with zinc, she literally, her own words, saying a 100% cure that she has every patient she's ever had. She was a hero when she started it. And I'm not saying she invented it, but when she used that, she was a hero. But then when she went public, she got fired. Fired for saving people's lives. She got fired. And I know people on both spectrums. I know people that, that were pronounced practically dead that had this hydrochloroquine, zinc, and the z pack that they came back to life within 24 hours after they proclaimed that person is going to die within 24 hours. Don't tell me this isn't political. Don't tell me this is not about money and politics and all this other garbage that's going on because it is. It's very deceptive. And I... I'm a person that I minister to families that are crying because their families can't get what they need. And I say, I'm literally, there's times I get on the phone, where are they at? What country are they in? Let's try to get that. And I'm trying to make connections that we can get them this, at least get them hydrochloroquine so they can save their lives. But yet, not only can you, Dr. Doug's here, he could tell you, I asked him once before about if I get it and all that, if you can you know, prescribe that to me. And he said something, I think you said, I might be able to write the prescription, but I don't know if the pharmacy will even fill it for you. But there's ways that we can get it. There's online things. If you guys need to know, we can help you get that. But it's just, it, it, it just gets me because we're living in a very deceptive world right now, guys. Where black is called white, white is called black. But God is trying to speak through this mess. Let's go back in our text. Oops. 
verse seven, it says the, the genuineness of your faith, that the genuineness of your faith being more what? Can we say that together, please? Precious than gold. Did you know your faith is more precious than gold in God's eyes? That perishes. Though it is tested by fire, what's tested by fire? Your faith may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. When you see Jesus Christ face to face, you'll be praising him and glorifying him and honoring him. But I say that we should be doing that. In other words, I get the picture of <laughs> during our trials, we're, we're worshiping, we're praising him, we're glorifying him. During the difficult times, we're just worshiping him. And then we're going to see him face to face as we are in his presence. Faith, real faith, must be tested. Someone once said, I don't know who quoted this, who said this, a faith that has been tested is a faith that can be trusted. Our faith will be tested. Most of you know about the refining of gold and how they refine it. I'm going to bring this up for those that maybe have never heard this before, but gold, pieces of gold are put into a crucible or a pot, and then they're put into a furnace. Listen to this. The furnace is, the temperature is set at 1,947.52 degrees Fahrenheit in order to melt the gold. And as the gold is melted and it's turned into a liquid form, the impurities, the dross goes to the top, the copper, the zinc, the, the iron, the tin, the mercury and all is, is brought up to the top. And, and there's this skimming process that takes place. And, and so the Bible refers to that, it, it, the process that we go through. And then you know the story, I'm sure, that the way that they know that the gold is purified is when finally when all the dross is taken out, the goldsmith looks into the pot and he can see his reflection. And with us, is God's just taking the heat of life and, and the, the difficulties of life. It's going to surface anger in us. It's going to surface worry in us. It's going to surface fear in us. It's going to surface jealousies in us. It's going to surface all kinds of crazy things in us. But see, the problem is, in order to get rid of it, you need to confess it. You need to admit to it. You need to, to repent of it and say, God, forgive me. You see, what happens, though, in our sinful nature, in our pride, we say, oh, no, no, it's their fault. And we blame shift. Well, the reason why I'm angry is because they did that. The reason why I'm fearful is because, you know, that this is happening in my life. Of course, I'm going to be fearful. Instead of turning the finger back and saying, God, forgive me for this. And when we do that, it's that simple, guys. I know this is elementary, but it's that simple because when trials come, when these things happen in our lives, things are going to surface out of us. And as those things surface out of us, I just want to encourage you, don't blame shift. Go before the cross. Ask the Lord to forgive. Ask the Lord to help. Ask the Lord to deliver you. Because you're going to go through the trial again and again until you finally confess it. And what happens is we say, well, you know, it's that church or it's that group of people or it's this workplace and, and we go here, we go there. But then we find out, guess what? You are there still, wherever you go, you're still there. <laughs> and it happens. I, I see it over the years. I, I see it happening so many times. When we think, oh, I'm just going to go over here because that person in their church or that person here just rubs me the wrong way. Well, guess what? You're going to go to another church. There's going to be someone else that's going to rub you the wrong way. Why? Because God wants to rub you the wrong way. Why? Because God needs to turn up that heat. He doesn't want us just to go to church, just to sit down, hear a message, and then, okay, that was good, let's go. No. Part of being in the body is 
being together, surfacing, admitting, faults, confessing, repenting, turning. God hates pride. Let me repeat that. God hates pride. He hates it. Another thing he hates, we're told that in, in Proverbs, right? He hates people that sow discord, that, that are talking and, and creating problems. He hates it. Hates it with a capital H. When those things surface in us, we need to repent. We need to turn. The heat's on. I literally feel the heat on in here too. The heat is on. <laughs> and it's on all around this world. And it's on in this country. It's on in this state. It's so intense that CNN itself is quoting Bible scriptures. 2020, it says, was the year of scary bugs. And in 2021, look at this. It will even get worse. Will be even worse. Right? This is what it says. This is CNN. This is an article they just put out on December 30th. It says, in biblical terms of awfulness, 2020 ticked every box. There was wars. There were famines. And above all, there were pestilence. They're quoting the Bible. That's how intense things are. This country's going through a test. How about this? Did you guys see this one? Nancy Pelosi, did you guys see this? She wants to ban all gender, gender terms like mother, daughter, father, son, and house rules. This is true. This is the first thing that they're going to do. They're, they're putting this to law. They want to do away with, at their very first session, they want to do away with. They don't want to hurt anybody's feelings anymore. The heat is on, guys. The heat is on. How about this? Did you see this? In Canada, Ontario, Canada, it says every member of the Ontario Church Elder Board are being charged for holding, read it, indoor person services. So the article goes on to say, all six elders of the Trinity Bible Chapel in Orlando, California were criminally charged on Wednesday for holding in-person services on December 27th. All six elders must appear before in a criminal court where they would face a fine of up to $10,000 each. Is this craziness? And basically, they wrote a letter saying, basically, hey, guys, we're just, uh, we're, we, we just, we're a church, and we believe that we need to worship Jesus. We're not breaking any laws. The heat's on, guys. How about this? Did you see this in Argentina? They legalized, listen to this. Those are all people there, by the way. That's not even, you can't even get the camera. There's a lot more people than that. But listen, they're celebrating abortions. 42 million babies were aborted in 2020 and the number's going to go up now and they're they're celebrating we need to pray father forgive them they don't even know what they're doing oh how about this did you guys see this this is a, a graph that shows uh the difference between california and florida florida oh in our wisdom our governor chose to close indoor dining mandate masks set a statewide curfew close even outdoor dining and but yet florida they lifted statewide restrictions they have no statewide mask uh, mandates or no they don't have curfews and most of their restaurants and bars are open who do you think has the most uh, deaths and the most hospitalizations california not even close not even close. Let me, let me break this down for you very clearly. One governor is a Republican. 
that stands for life and cares about people. Another governor does not stand for life, does not care about people, does not care about... How could you care about people when you don't care about millions of babies being aborted and you're okay with that? Don't tell me that they're, they're all about saving people and helping people. That's a lie. That's a fact. And listen to this. This is a great quote. I want to put this up. It goes with all of this. It says, we the people, this is Abraham Lincoln, we the people are the rightful masters of both Congress and the court, not to overthrow the Constitution, but to overthrow the men who pervert the Constitution. That's exactly what we're seeing today as we talk about the heat is on. Guys, the heat is on for our country. It is on. I feel like never thought in a million years that I would talk the way I talk, I would explain things the way I explain things, that I expose these things the way that I expose these things. But the more I felt the Lord strongly prompt me to do this, the more I realized the reason why. Who is doing this? Not many people out there are doing this, exposing these things. Truth needs to come out. Our country is in the balance right now. I don't know which way it's going to go. It's my prayer, I believe. I mean, I have people that are that I'm close to that are very close in the White House. I mean, they're there. And I get, so the ones that are the closest, they're nervous. Some of them are very nervous, and which I don't understand. Even with Mike Pence, they say they don't know if Mike Pence will do it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, so I don't know even who to believe anymore. Because I think what it is, it's so intense, nobody knows who to trust anymore. But one thing we can trust in is God. In the word of God, and we can seek him. No matter who is in that White House, God is on the throne. But I do not want to see this country go in the wrong direction. I believe strongly, very strongly, that if this goes to the liberal side, guys, things are going to be drastically changed. There's already talking about where you can't even say mother, daughter, son, and gender. That's their first agenda. Do you know what's other, the next thing on their agenda? They want to give back the money to Iran. Do you know Iran threatened, the president of Iran said within days he's going to kill the president of the United States? Do you know that? Do you know there's such tension right now that's going on in Iran? We could be at war at any second right now. Do you know that Israel right now is on high alert right now? That the threat is that bad, things are very intense right now. So do you know that, okay, so if, if, if the liberal side takes this whole thing, well, what happened? They're going to give money back to the Iran. They're going to take the sanctions off of Iran. And they're going to, our money, our taxpayer money is going to go to the number one terrorist country in the world. I'm not okay with that. And nobody should be okay with that. More than anything, more than anything, more than all this. The sanctity of life is at risk. I pray that God has mercy on this country because we're, we're in the balance. It's either going to be, God is either going to allow his hand of mercy to be over us or he's going to step back. Either way, as believers, it's a win-win situation for us. Either way, it's a win-win. And you might say, Pastor, what are you talking about? Either way, if God's hand of mercy and blessings over us. I pray that a revival takes place and people would see this was God that did this against all odds. 
in God's trying to purify this country and bring people on their knees and to bring exposure that people that have been in darkness will come to the light and people will have repentance in this country. People in Washington, both sides of the alley, don't get me wrong, there's both sides of the alley. There, there's corruption and they're bought, they're paid for, they're, they're compromised and God wants to deliver these people. And that's my hope and that's my prayer that that'll happen. But even if God removes his hand, we're still believers and it's gonna get intense. And it'll get very intense. Either way, it's going to be intense. But I believe if that does happen, I say look up. Because our redemption draws near. Listening to Glory to Glory with Pastor Joe Pettick, an outreach of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. If you would like to enter into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, call now at 714-788-8221. That's 714-788-8221. We'd like to extend an invitation to visit us here at Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. Our address is 16450 Pacific Coast Highway in Huntington Beach, California, 92649. We're located in Peter's Landing Marina in Huntington Harbor. Our Sunday service times are 10 a.m. and 12 o'clock noon. Our Tuesday evening Bible study begins at 7 p.m. Now, may we continue to go to His throne of mercy as He changes us from glory to glory.